0: Anthony and I here from Caliber Real Estate Group with a new episode of Real in the Field podcast. Today, Joe and I are going to be sitting down talking about the Super Bowl. We'll go over highlights, low lights, as well as the Super Bowl halftime performance. We'll get into a fun game of take it or leave it and then finish off with some real estate talk. So sit back, enjoy the episode. If you like what you hear, like, subscribe, leave a comment in the comment section below and enjoy the podcast.
1: Uh, uh, All right,
0: episode three. got three of these things, two of them in the can, two of them uh, published out for everybody to enjoy. This is episode three of Real in the Field. Again, man, this thing just keeps blowing up. There's two billion, three billion. I mean, the numbers just keep climbing. So (laughs) we're climbing on the charts. We're somewhere ranked in the top five, I think, somewhere around there. But yeah. There we
1: go. Here we go. <laughs> episode three. All right, we need to recap the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Love the game.
0: Oh man, what a, you know? Great game. Hated for the, the first ending. four quarters and
1: <laughs> hated the ending.
0: Just with two, you know, the last couple minutes, it was just like, okay, if we can just kind of redo that, that would be that would be great. Yeah.
1: Okay, so in episode two, we talked about. Uh, some predictions yeah we talked about first of all we were both in love with the the fact that the game was gonna be played on grass
0: felt like it was just gonna be neutral not even gonna be a play like play apart evidently that was not the case it was slicker than snot out there slick I mean people uh, players had to change out their cleats mid-game because
1: everybody was just slipping all over the place yeah so that was kind of a disappointment yeah and apparently that field cost like eight hundred thousand dollars Well, they need to get their money back because that (laughs) That was
0: probably one of the slipperiest (laughs) Super Bowls that I've ever seen. I mean, for for it to play a factor like that, it's just crazy. I mean, it's the biggest game. It's uh, the game of the year. And to have that be a factor is just kind of – it just shouldn't
1: be. Yeah, it's wonky for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to let you off the hook on your predictions, so – Last episode, you said that the Eagles' defense was going to be – stop Patrick Mahomes. I thought – you know, I thought that they would
0: dial in something and figure him out and kind of devise a, a game plan to stop his stop his game. And, you know, it, it seemed like maybe the first half they kind of had him a little bit up against the ropes. There's just like some key plays that kind of – that happened that kind of change the course. You can kind of feel like the momentum change a little bit. Definitely. One of the big things that, uh, that I noticed was that false start uh, by the line, by, by the guard, I forget his name. The false start that led to, it was about fourth and in inches. Yeah. He goes off, uh, he goes false start, and then that puts him back five yards and just changes the course of history altogether. I mean, I think that play was just such a big momentum shift. Yeah. You know, the Eagles went down on that first drive and punched him in the mouth. Looked really good. Looked good, looked solid. And then, you know, just as the the game went on, you can just kind of uh you can kind of sense that that give me uh that give me that they they had, you know what I mean? Yeah. it was an unearned uh touchdown yeah. and that ultimately I felt like was the big kind of deciding factor.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about how how well is Mahomes going to be able to run. Yeah. And dude, he when he needed it, he ran
0: Turned on those Jets. Yeah, and he just... ran well.
1: That one run he had later in the game was like 26 yards or, or yeah. whatever to kind of get him uh, you know, on the other side of the 50. Yeah, he had a burst. Like, yeah, that was good. Kelsey dominated as you expected. How does he Dude, get open? Is he? he is so open. Well, how does he get open every
0: single play? Okay.
1: You would think like you would have a, something like put, put someone on him. Dude, but that was, that was coaching. So Andy Reid and uh, who's the OC? Uh, oh, BME, or BME or enemy yeah. or forget his name. But they dialed up some stuff. They, dude, they scored twice on the same play. Yeah. Okay, running like a whip out. Yep. Motioning down. They saw that coverages were rolling and guys were switching stuff, and dude, they just...
0: Dude, they there. found a way to get the matchup that they wanted. Yeah. They found a way, whether it was with motion, I mean, like... To do what they did and to get themselves, and that was just scheming all the way. It was. What do you do? That was straight X's and O's. What do you do? You're talking about, you know, when a receiver goes in motion, you you know whatever coverage you're playing that they dialed in, you have to now switch your player because of where they're ending up. Yeah. And it's just complete like mismatch that they just they they out schemed. It was it was really something to see. You got to hand it to them for that. I oh mean, yeah. The offensive for sure. coordinator dialed in a hell of a game and. To, you know, that was a very tough Philadelphia defense, but you got to hand it to them. You know, yeah. Kansas City just came out and they're well coached and they schemed and, and yeah. got themselves into, into a Super Bowl victory. One, one of
1: my favorites, the one where Kelsey was super wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah. So typically on that play action, tight end just runs a drag. Like right. every team in America runs that play. Yeah. Right. 10 yard drag. Quarterback is going to read from the low to high. He's going to see if the fullback's open, whoever, right? Dude, Kelsey goes on his drag, stops, bends it back, runs like a banana route. Yeah. Dude, and just wide, wide open. Wide open. Yeah. Wide open. God, I mean, it was so, it was really good. It was so nice. It is,
0: you know, that's, uh, I'm sure as a defensive coordinator, it's kind of a, I mean, it's, when you see that, it's probably frustrating. Oh, you know what I mean? You no, know, you know, you can put yourself in that position and think, you know, just how difficult it is to defend those guys. And whatever you're throwing at them, whatever you're doing, it's like you it's hard to stop that, you know? Hard to stop a nosebleed, as as yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> they say, say,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought Jalen played okay. Yeah. He did go play action and went deep a couple times, connected. He took some he took some uh some shots downfield. One of them was,
0: uh, you know, he 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 connected, but he was thrown into double coverage. I yes. mean,
1: some of those throws were a little suspect. What I thought that he has though, and the the game kind of showed me, he had some nice touch. Yeah, he did. He had like, yeah, he had like that basketball shooter's touch. Yeah, that was nice. To he see. put it, yeah, he put it where the receiver can get it. Yeah. Um,
0: the the first one was. You know, it's a hell of a throw. You put it like you put it Dude, up. That and, catch, that was a that huge catch. catch. Was like, yeah, but then the second one, it was like, whoa, that could have, that could, yeah, it. that could have been picked for sure. Yeah, he went back. But I mean, the guy. I mean, the stats that that guy put up, the amount of uh, rushing yards that that guy put up, the passing yards. I mean, yeah, it I was is. Saying, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna read that off. Please
0: do because that was those were some incredible stats by. Uh, I mean, not just in. Super Bowl, uh, you know, by Super Bowl standards, but just by any game standards. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the Eagles, they passed for over three hundred yards. Yeah. They rushed for three TDs. Jesus. They had over thirty-five minutes of time of possession, which I thought was big. Keep Mahomes off the field. Oh. But then they scored on D when Jalen that's fumbled. What I'm So that's like yeah. that
0: was the big thing. That was the big momentum yeah.
1: killer. Uh, converted sixty percent of their third downs. Oh, huge. Converted Huge. all of the fourth downs they went for. Dude, that is like The QB their... Sneak scrum. Oh, the push. scrum. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that
0: league... Tra- yeah. I don't know when it changed in the league. I think they, it just kind of... It changed one year and nobody kind of like like said anything about it. It was like, oh, okay, I guess. Billy figured it out. Like, it really was that. like, all right. Let's
1: go ahead and go uh, rugby style. Let's <laughs> yeah. go ahead. And so... But the end of it says no team has done all of that in a game, regular or postseason, yeah. since the Bengals in 1989 jeez. okay when they did that they won 61 to 7 oh man i mean that so, just
0: goes to show you the, like how different this league is and yeah how much it's just offensively you know well, and how good the chiefs are yeah dude uh, i honestly you know if you would have told me at halftime uh that the chiefs were gonna you know mount that kind of comeback and uh, do what they did. I wouldn't have believed you. It just seemed like the momentum was just all in the uh, the Eagles yeah. uh, on the Eagle Eagle side. But uh, man, P- Patrick Mahomes just like does it. It's just it's crazy. The uh, guy's just an animal. It's kind of annoying
1: though. It is. It's is so annoying. <laughs> so okay. So first half, the the defensive score by the Chiefs was huge. That like, was it. Yeah, huge. So that goes back to the false start. Yes. Then they had to go back. Jalen's trying to run the ball, yep. drops it, and then boom. That's, that's it. Just, when he yeah. twisted his ankle, yeah, on like one of the first runs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you think?
0: You know, I I, I thought he was. You know, I thought it was going to be a big. It was going to play a bigger part. Yeah. But in all honesty, I'm like, I'm glad it wasn't. Um, if he went into half and you know got a quarter zone shot or something like Dude, <laughs> something, he came uh, out. He came out. He was like, like sort of thing. He was good. But I'm. I am happy that you know he was able to play out uh, the rest of the game because you don't want to see. Uh, you don't want to see games be decided on things like that. You yeah. know. You don't want to see a backup. I mean, it's kind of what happened with the. Uh, you know, the game. Uh, the Niners and and Eagles game where Purdy's out and it's yeah. just like you got backups and it's not it's not entertaining anymore. You know, at that yeah. point, it's not your best versus my best. It's just we're we're playing a man down, and that's
1: what it ends up being. Speaking of backups, did you see the Chiefs backup quarterback Chad Henney? <laughs> yeah. He was reti- he retired. The dude's been in the league since two thousand eight. Yeah, and he's <laughs> oh dr- my god two thousand eight. He was drinking a beer on the field at the end. He was just like. I'm retiring. I'm out of here. Like, good for you, dude. I've been that around takes, forever. Yeah. yeah, sail off into the sunset yeah. with that beer. Yeah, good for you, dude. All right, halftime show. Did oh, you yeah. see Rihanna? You know,
0: I did, and uh, uh, maybe a controversial statement, but I wasn't all that impressed. I am with you on that. Really? I don't. I don't get it. I, you know, it, it felt like she was just playing her hits. And uh, I mean, it, you could have done put it on a playlist, right? Hit play and just play all those like hits. No, no doubt, very good songs. I will say, like, yeah. she is a talented artist. Right. And uh, visually, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. You know, a lot of little little marshmallow <laughs> guys out there. I don't even know what they were
1: wearing. Like, what
0: was that? I have no idea. That red suit that she was wearing, it was like. All right. You're in Arizona. I don't know how cold it's gonna... it was there that day. And then everyone's wondering about her baby bump. Oh, right. She... No, I thought she just was bloated, had some uh, <laughs> too too many bud Lights. Well, I guess,
1: I guess she had a baby, and now she's pregnant again. Right, right. Yeah. So that was like the big whatever.
0: The big reveal. Yeah. Well, it, And she also didn't reveal it. I mean, she played coy with that the entire time. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. you're going to announce it? Announce it. Don't give me this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So my cousin, he was at our Super Bowl party yesterday. He's in the music industry, been in it for a long time. And he said that she wouldn't agree to do it unless she did it by herself. Oh, wow. Because you know how everyone usually has... Oh, there's somebody that comes Lady in, right? Or uh, Shakira and J-Lo, J-Lo did it. The yeah.
0: or, Bruno Mars and uh, Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, the weekend I think, was in there, too. I don't know. Yeah. But so, I've always... Yeah. Oh, so last said, year. Last year was, like, every... Oh, uh, 50 Cent and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so she said, like, the only way I'll do it is if I do it alone. Really? Yeah. And then there's rumor. You heard it first here, folks. <laughs> there's rumor next year they're going to try to get Post Malone.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, you know, I... I, there's like a if you did kind of like top 10 like you know super bowl halftime performances <laughs> of all time all right she would be very like low on that list i will say i yeah. mean it was entertaining fine but i i i mean i would hope post malone does would do a good job but i i don't think that i don't think the halftime performance is what it what it used to be
1: dude she didn't even look like she was enjoying herself no I that's mean, what no i don't understand dancing. about like dude you get a rock and roller up there or you get like but dude, even last year, those guys were like having fun. Oh my god, dude, everybody's she just fun like, out there. Yeah, like, no, I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm edgy. The Like, I don't know. She just seemed, yeah. But like you said, not like it wasn't like terrible, but
0: no, it wasn't terrible. It was enjoyable, and or it was it it was just a Rihanna like yeah. Kind of like a Rihanna playlist, you know. I could have put on Spotify, put on Rihanna playlist and just, you know, been
1: as equally entertaining. <laughs> Did you see one of her dudes almost fall? He almost fell off no, the top. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw a clip when he was up on one of the, the, the high ones and he's like doing his kicks and stuff or whatever. <laughs> Dude, and he like slips back. And he caught himself. Oh my God. And then he got back up and like started like doing his dance. Like it was Dude, that's terrifying. I oh. mean, I will
0: give her credit for doing that because I don't think I would ever
1: have agreed to Well, she do was that. hooked on the she was like hooked on. Yeah. But dude, those yeah, but the, still, other, the other dancers were not. Oh jeez. And that dude almost <laughs> <laughs> He almost went he almost went toes up, dude. He almost went out. Yeah. Like a think... scoop it like you scoop it off the
0: edge. <laughs> I think if I had to put like my top uh I can't remember like, enough to do like, a top five, but top three Super Bowl halftime performances. Okay. Uh, do you remember, I think it was in Miami, uh, Prince... And that purple oh, rain, and it literally started and it to rain. rained yeah. during purple rain, yeah. dude. That uh, yeah, that that's like probably my favorite. It's just right, just right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, dude. I put Michael Jackson's uh, halftime performance from Forever Ago. That was like '90s, right? Yeah, I don't even remember who played, but he was out. He, he did like came this out crazy of thing or where, something. well, he was out like up in like the rafters, like you could see him from afar. And then all of a sudden he like disappeared from there and then appeared up on the stage and did this like, you know, for Super Bowl, time is like so valuable, right? Commercial time, field time, like this is like a short period of time of uh, where we're watching TV. He spent like a good minute just staring out into the open, doing nothing. That's right. That's Only he could right. do something like that's that right. and make it pretty badass.
1: I wonder what he was thinking about. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. I do remember. Okay, so there's two who's back uh, say... cracking the top three. <laughs> she's, not, <laughs> she's not top three. Uh, oh, dude, the
0: last year's. That was like a cornucopia yeah. of like, you know, Classics. 2000s. Yeah, classic yeah. Uh, rap. So yeah. I'll put that one up there. Yeah. okay. Top three.
1: All right, so what would you think about the controversial holding penalty to extend uh, the drive, man. and the Chiefs just kind of waddled themselves down, took a knee, took a knee, kicked a field goal, uh, anti
0: It was, you know, it was one of the best or better, like, Super Bowl games that I've seen uh, in, you know, kind of, like, modern times. Um, we've seen some pretty good ones, some exciting ones, but – That one was kind of like going to go down as one of the top ones, except that play happened, that call happened rather. When that happened, that just erased the entire, you know, almost four quarters of football uh, to be decided on something like that. Now, it's one of those, you know, like we talked about before, um, if you're going to call like if you're just if you're a referee, sure, you call you call them how you see them. But in that case, I mean, for what had gone on that entire game and what they were calling and what they weren't calling, for it to come down to that, it is just like a really weird, like, it just, it, it just left everybody feeling like, well, all right, that kind of sucked. That was a like, terrible way to end the game. It yeah. was a terrible way to, you know, go out on. Are you calling conspiracy?
1: The, um, the NFL... uh, Roger, uh Goodell. Arian
0: Foster... Roger, uh, Goodell, Roger
1: Goodell seemed pretty excited to hug some of those Chief guys. That's pretty true.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, look, if that was scripted, if that was the case, <laughs> then, I mean... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was. I was listening uh, to the radio this morning, and they had a former ref call in to yeah. the show. And he's still like involved and stuff but so he was talking like hey we're kind of taught to just like call the play don't worry about the situation time yeah. left and stuff like that just yeah. like call the play because if you don't call it you're helping the other team or if you do you know what i mean I so get it, it was some I of that back it. and forth and so he was just he was just kind of explaining that end of it um and then i guess i think i heard him right but all the crews mm. For the playoff games and even the Super Bowl, are hand-picked All Star guys oh. from like their specific position. Oh, interesting. So it's not like the best crew, right? Like guys who've been working together for the past seventeen weeks. Yeah, yeah. Come do a game. Yeah. It's like no, I want that back judge. Oh, I think interesting. Yeah. I think that's how he said. It. I'm pretty. I'm almost positive that's how he was explaining it this morning when I was listening to it.
0: I mean, it would make sense because, um, you know, a lot of – I mean, when I think that when you get a feel for the game and you get a feel for what's going on, you get a feel for, like, what, you, you know, another another ref's calling. Yeah, there's, there's kind of, of be like that a little life. bit of a – like you got to meld a little bit. Yeah. you got to kind of mesh a little bit. And, I mean, if everyone's just out there kind of doing their thing and then just like, hey, I'm calling them how I see them, uh, I mean – I guess I could see. Yeah. I guess I can see how it would be, you know, beneficial just to be kind of like, you know, just call it straight, but also it's all, almost like just let let the guys play. And especially on that play because that wasn't egregious. You know, it uh, seemed like it was like maybe dude, a little was, bit of an overthrown pass too on top
1: of it. Yeah. It, I didn't think it was pass interference. Like you could literally call holding on every play in football. Yeah. You can yeah. you literally can't. You you watch the five linemen. Yeah. I guarantee one to two of them are holding. Yeah. And that's just just it. And everyone knows it. And it's like, if it's not affecting the play, don't worry about it.
0: So that's the question then, is if that is the case every, and we're being selective on which ones we call, then we're no longer that part of it where you're like just calling it how you see it. Yeah. It's like kind of out the window. Then there's also that part of it where you're taking into account what if it's a, a play, if it's away from the play, things like that. Definitely. And if that's the case, then what the hell are we doing I here? Know, why I are you know. letting... Because what we talked about before is this... It, like, nobody wants to see the game being decided on that kind of penalty. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see the game being decided on a holding, uh on a technicality, on anything. Like, we want to see... The reason why we love football so much is because we want to see... This good dude go against that other good dude, yeah. and we'll see who wins. But when you involve the uh, you know penalties, you've just removed that whole thing out of it, and now it's just based on a technicality. And now, just like how it was last time, line up, kick a field goal. Yeah, don't even give him an opportunity to you know to yeah. to to. I mean, what eight seconds was left on the clock, and he just like hucked it hucked it down the field. I mean, not even down the field, guy, to like the 20 or something. Well, he
1: tried, he stepped on someone's foot. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see (laughs) that. Yeah, he totally stepped on someone's foot and like rolled his ankle when he was throwing, when Jalen threw that last ball. I I just was was so pissed
0: at the situation. I just kind of like, I turned it off after that. See,
1: like, I understand what the ref was like talking about this morning on the radio, and he was just like, you know, we got a call like we see it, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you got to have some awareness of, like, the situation. Yeah.
0: You got to know, like, like you can, what like, that's going to do.
1: Dude, I've coached for a lot of years now, and I've had crews that show up, dude, and the second that game starts, they're making it about them. Uh, they're going to throw everything. They're going to, dude, they're jerks to you on the sideline. Like, it's, it's, all their it's, it's their, their show. It is their show. You're just, yeah, you're in the background. it's crop. like, okay, bro. Yeah. I don't know what day job you just came <laughs> from, but, like these kids and us coaches have been busting our butt for a year that's the and for you that's to really... show up and just like yeah like punt the brakes a little bit yeah but in this case I don't know it wasn't a bad penalty like it wasn't flagrantly he didn't like you know the the jersey didn't extend and all. I don't yeah. know I thought it was sticky tack I don't think it was the right time to call it yeah and it did affect like to say it didn't affect the game. Oh no, hundred yeah. percent did. Yeah,
0: it did, and and I think that's what everybody gets left with. You know, there were some calls. I think you know, just to kind of you know be fair, there were some calls that Philadelphia got in their favor. Uh,
1: if you remember that Juju, fumble, well, Juju, uh, Juju Smith, yeah. Schuster, yeah, yeah, he, someone like roughed him up on a pass, right? And they probably could have called it then, yeah, but they didn't. Or or the the uh, the fumble or the catch that wasn't a catch that
0: turned into yeah. a fumble. That was I a mean, bang
1: bang play. That was yeah.
0: I know, but you know that I think went the Eagles' way, and yeah, you could make the did. argument that you know they got that call in their favor uh, because I mean it looked from my like vantage point like he made a catch and he got it knocked out. I mean yeah. it is you're talking about a millisecond the difference yeah. between you know a fumble and uh, a incomplete pass. You're talking millisecond, but they reviewed it and it went the Eagles' way, so. I mean, I, you could say that, you know, they uh, got some calls their way too. But, you know, this is the one that sticks out because, yeah. again, it's at the end of the game. It's You can draw a straight line from yeah. that call to the outcome. Yeah. And everybody just gets left with a bad taste in their mouth.
1: Yeah. Uh, post-game, did you see Kelsey, his interview? No. Uh, he had, like, snot running down his nose. He had a <laughs> total booger going. But, dude, he was like, no one... No one expected us to be here. No one picked us. No one showed or showed you know respect to our name and yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, but dude, you, you just won the Super Bowl like two years ago. Like everyone knows. Everybody expected dude, you guys first to be of all, here. You're the knows first overall, overall. Everyone first seed. knows who you are, dude. Like, take it easy. Just because, oh, sorry, you weren't favored yeah. in this game. Yeah, by number point, by a point and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah. take it easy. But gosh, he was just like over the top. I'm like, dude, you're out of control. And then Jalen Hurts had a good interview. Uh, some little kid finished, like, the interview with a question, like, oh, like, what are you going to do now, Jalen? Yeah. And he was like, it's all right, man. Like, we're just going to get better. and just going to learn from this. And yeah. Spend time with your family. Like, you know, he just said all the right stuff. It was a cool – he Go, seemed – yeah. He seemed good. Back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy's got, you know,
0: he's got poise, and he's uh, – I mean, even after that fumble and uh, that uh, that – that defensive touchdown, you could kind of just see, just went out to all his guys and kind of was like giving them. And he kept playing hard. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "Hey, look, we're gonna get it back, you know." And get to his credit, man, the guy just to to do what he did in the Super Bowl is pretty damn incredible. Yeah, and and to come out with like to come out of that without a victory is crazy.
1: Yeah, but here yeah. we are, here we are. It's in Got the it. it's in the history books. And there's no going back now. Yeah. All right, Kansas City, enjoy it. <laughs>
0: All right, transitioning in to what do we got on this uh, second second segment here?
1: Uh, we're going to play a game. All right. Okay. It's called Take It or Leave It. Take It or Leave It, all right. Take It or Leave It. No so, refs here, huh? We're not going to get uh, this uh, called on a t- technicality? No, no, this is straight up right there. Take It or Leave It, okay? We've all been to a Target or some type of department store okay. where they got the big bin of, like, movies. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like every movie's for a dollar or oh, whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh, Come yeah. Come in, take one. And there's like multiple copies of everything, right? And you just look and you're like, oh, oh dude, it's hard to find a gem in that right? pile. Yeah. Okay. So imagine you're at that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you the movie that you're picking up. Okay. You're taking it or you're leaving it All in right. the pile. All right. You got it. Okay. Right. You Ready. Ready godfather oh taking it of course wait how much is this again <laughs> no 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 is this don't bargain worry. bid no no no. don't worry about price just either uh, you're taking right, it or right. you're leaving don't no, worry about you got to take the godfather it's almost like if it's
0: in a bin with a pile of other movies that is that in itself should be a, for a reason to remove it from that and okay. take it and put it in your okay. basket
1: and take it okay forrest gump
0: again you got to take it okay that is a great movie it is great
1: Dude, All right, here's a... a Tom Hanks. Dude, dude
0: delivers. such a set. Just delivers. Such a set. That guy was... Uh, yeah, that guy's an amazing actor. And, yeah. uh But, okay, so that movie... Uh, I've had a conversation with somebody before. What what's, what kind of movie? What would you classify that movie as?
1: Forrest Gump is a dramatic adventure. Dramatic, okay. Dramatic, dramatic adventure. adventure, okay. Yes.
0: With a little hint of comedy, like a little hint of comedy,
1: tragedy and tragedy, drama. Like
0: you can't peg that movie down, right?
1: Heavy points in that movie. Oh, heavy moments. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, you're taking that thing for sure. Yeah, I mean taking that movie for sure. Anchorman. Oh man, these are all takers. Yes. Hold
1: on, we're gonna we're gonna get to some duds. Okay. (laughs) Well, so far I've got I got tens all across. Okay. Anchorman. Yes. Okay. Taking it. Uh, Titanic.
0: Oh, man. Well, Titanic you oh, probably go. should take. No, I don't know. But, I mean, one, that hour, that thing is like five hours long. I don't know if I have the, the time to sit through it. It's it's kind of like once you've seen it once, like that's kind of all you need. I mean, for, from this guy's perspe- perspective, anyway. That's the only
1: perspective I want. Are you leaving it? Uh, I could probably do without it. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I would leave it, too. I'm leaving it, too. All right. The Notebook.
0: Oh, I love that movie. I'm Are fucking taking sh- that movie. Are you kidding me? Dude, that's one of the best love stories ever. Dude, at the end, when she like, oh, spoiler alert, but at the end when she recognizes that it's him and she's like, you've been telling me this story and it's been us this entire time. Dude, that is like, that is one of the like most heartfelt moments. That is a sweet moment because she has, you know, she's got dementia or whatever. I'm leaving it.
1: All right, here we go. <laughs> <Old-blooded>. <laughs> All right, uh, Gladiator.
0: Oh, taking that for sure. Okay, oh, we'll do yeah. especially if we got uh, a high school football game later on that afternoon, and we got to watch Gladiator, which yeah. we did. Got to get tuned up. Got to get tuned.
1: Okay, here we go. Uh, Dumb and Dumber.
0: Oh, taking that for sure. Okay, that is yeah, that is a classic. Yeah, I can watch that a hundred times and never get bored of that movie. Okay, I love it. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh God, we're gonna like there's yeah no, it's not my jam. It's not my thing. Leaving it. I'm probably gonna leave it. I mean it's gonna I mean I think that some people's like that's their like thing, that's their jam. Yeah. It ain't it's a very entertaining movie. I just haven't gotten enough into it to like appreciate it the way that other people It's not in the have. wheelhouse. It's not in my wheelhouse. But I'm sure that if I were to have got if I'd like got into it, I'm sure I would appreciate all the, you know, subtle nuances of the story.
1: All right. All right.
0: But I just have to, so let me just kind of clarify. I'm leaving it because I'm not, I don't know it well enough to appreciate it. And if I've got, you know, limited shelf space to put my DVDs, i got to leave something behind.
1: You do, you do. Okay, here we go. Uh, Big Lebowski. Well, that's another one where you should,
0: I I do love, it is a classic movie. but But it's not one that I think I would watch over and over again. Leaving it. I feel like I might have to leave that. I'm one. leaving it too. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's great. It's funny, but and there's some classic scenes in it. But I think again, got limited shelf space. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one behind. Okay, Fight Club. Oh, taking it. That one I can watch over and over yeah, again. Yeah. For sure, great. great movie. Oh yeah.
1: Okay, Jurassic Park.
0: Taking it for sure.
1: What about the newer Jurassic Parks?
0: Leaving all of those behind. Just taking just number the one. original. Yeah, okay. just I'm the original. Diana. Yeah. that is I mean that when that came out, that was like groundbreaking technology. yes to see, you know, we were young, we were oh, maybe 10. I, I think so. give or take somewhere around range. there. yeah, however old we were. That was like just amazing. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was the first time you experience. saw like a real
1: dinosaur. Yeah. on a screen, it was like,
0: oh man, a T Rex. like the T Rex scene. Oh, <laughs> the T Rex. The setting, like when it's raining, you know yeah. what I mean, and you can kind of like kind of feel yourself out there in that cold, and you know, seeing those the, yes. those like dinosaurs all around the T Rex. Oh man, yeah, yes. love it. take it. Yeah, okay, sure. Avatar. Ah, I'd leave it. I mean, those movies suck. It's it. Yeah, I've I've seen them. I've watched it, and they're they're good.
1: They're entertaining, but it's (laughs) they suck. Those movies suck. I'm leaving it so fast. (laughs) Okay, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Oh, that one's entertaining. Uh, uh, That one's entertaining, but. It's also, like, one that I don't need to see, at like, many times. Like you kind of get... You, you see it once,
1: and you kind of, like, you get it. I think I'd leave that one behind. Okay. Yeah. I like the first one. Yeah. I'll take the first one. I'll leave the rest. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Star Wars. The original? The original. You have the original, and you have the newer ones. Well... All right, I don't want to like ostracize like a whole
0: like uh, swath of our you know 2.5 billion uh, audience, (laughs) and this is gonna put a big divide in between it. It could, it could. could. I will say, uh, probably, well, leave most of them because they've. I mean, at this point, I don't know which one's which. At this point, dude, so confusing. But the first one was pretty damn amazing, and it's the first three, the first three, yeah, yeah. First one in particular, I would say. Yeah. is you know it's it was groundbreaking it was but i kind of have to leave it because i mean i've seen it and like i don't think i need to see it many, other,
1: many I'm, with it on that. I'm 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 leaving it i think it's overblown I'm, yeah yeah i'm good yeah i'm good okay uh harry potter oh i love harry potter
0: well okay so i i love harry potter because i have re- this is one that i have read and i've like uh You've actually I'm into. Read them? yeah i've read like four of their books uh how many are there uh a dozen? I don't know. I don't know the exact number, so I guess I'm not <laughs> all <maker's> that. dozen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm all that much into it. But uh, now that oh, one, gosh. so the read the books and watched the movies, and that is super entertaining. I feel like I, you know, going back to the Lord of the Rings, if I read those books and like watched the movies, I would be so much more into it. Okay. But I just haven't, so I don't have appreciation for it. But I do have an appreciation for Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. The Matrix movies the matrix oh man those are some good movies those are good entertaining movies so that's the i guess becomes the question then are we like where are we putting these in the vault is this a all right we no, like you're either taking it or you're <laughs> leaving it well because there's movies that are very entertaining that are nowhere near like the top, like the grade that these movies are a knight's tale I've watched that movie like a hundred times because it's a good entertaining movie, but is it anywhere close to any of these movies? No, probably not. Is that
1: your movie that, you know, when it's on TV, you just have to, you have to click on it and you have to watch it? Kind of, kind of. Well, if I have time? Do you know what do you, mine <laughs> yeah. have, Mine's School of Rock. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Whenever that thing's on TBS, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Yeah, that and like memory. Shawshank
0: Redemption, which is oh, everyone's gosh. like, if it's on, you just have to if no matter in the, where you're. If in. that's
1: in the pile, we're taking that taking one. that that's, for sure. That's hands, uh, yeah. Hands so okay, so Matrix, yeah, what you Matrix, got? Uh, taking the first one, leaving the other ones. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. All right, uh, last one I got for you, 50 First Dates. Oh, that's a good movie, right? right? Yeah, Adam
0: Sandler, yeah, Drew Barrymore. Uh, but still, leaving it now. It's what? it's not good enough. No, if I'm leaving behind like some gems, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna take that one. Oh, There's I'm, not a I'm taking it. I would take uh, a Knight's Tale over that one. Let's
1: just, uh, I'll swap them out. <laughs> Dang! All right. Have you seen a Knight's Tale? Uh, I think I've seen it once. It's a good flick. Yeah, good flick. That's right. Yeah. It has uh, what's his face? Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P.
0: R.I.P. Yeah.
1: Wow. That was a legend. <laughs> yeah, that role of his in. The uh, Batman when oh, he was the Joker, yeah, yeah. dude, that really uh, messed with that cat. I think so. I think that's kind of. Uh... And then I I know like Jack, uh, was Jack Nicholas Jack Nicholson or whatever. Yeah, he warned him before oh, he really? did that role. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, dude, like just be aware. Don't get too caught up in the yeah in the character." Oh wow, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yikes.
0: Yeah, that guy was, I mean, he was amazing in that
1: in that movie. That was, uh,
0: I've taken that one for sure.
1: Yeah, Christian Bale in that movie? Christian Bale, yeah. You like him in that one?
0: I did, yeah. I liked him as uh, Batman. Uh, Who's your
1: favorite Batman of all time? Oof. Man.
0: That's a tough one. Um, it might be Christian Bale. Really? It might be. I'm going to go Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton was good. Uh, He was like kind of like that. uh, He had like a little bit more of a comedy kind of, you know, angle to it. Yeah, he set the tone though. Yeah, Val Kilmer was was okay in it. I didn't really like care for him, Uh, but uh,
1: George Clooney was awful.
0: Yeah, that was not good. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see. I think those two. Yeah, I think those at the top two. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a new one? The guy from Twilight. What's his name?
1: Oh. Edward? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was a test. <laughs> and you failed. And I failed. I've seen Twilight. Dude, those movies suck too. Yeah, oh, I'll leave those behind. With the giant wolves and stuff. Oh, yeah, those movies are awful. Uh, oh, what man. is that dude's name? Uh, Patterson? Yes. Robert Patterson. Robert Pattinson. Patterson? Pattinson. Eh, who cares? tomato. Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh yeah, no, I didn't uh, I didn't see the new Batman.
0: I don't think it's come out yet. I think it's it's kinda like being made or or it's like um yeah, it's gonna come out. Okay,
1: what about this? What about the Marvel movies? Um Like they're, they're not not just they're Iron Man and all that, but like Yeah okay, are you taking them or are you leaving them in the pile? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I would have to be kind of selective
0: on which ones I would take, but I, as a whole, I mean I don't know if there was like a
1: like a collector set with all of them in there, <laughs> I'll take the set. Right, but let's just say it's just like a, Iron Man's in there. You got one of them Thors, yeah, and then the you got Thor- a Captain, and then you got a Captain America. Ah, oh, man.
0: So, it, like, depending on how much space I have, because I would have to be very selective with which ones. If I'm just okay. like willy nilly taking like you know all of them, like I'm probably not gonna. I'll do, I'll do, uh, yeah, Iron Man and a, and a handful of others because they're very entertaining. Like, some of the storylines are very, like, entertaining. And then visually, they're really cool. Yeah. Too. I would say
1: they're very, like, see, I'm, I'm going to leave it though because yeah. just, it's kind of the low hanging fruit, I feel like, of this thing's exploding. Yeah. Good guy fight the bad guy. It's pretty, like, it's pretty cut and dry standard. It is. Yeah. There's really not much
0: to, uh, like complicated about it. Nah. It's just, it's just kind of like it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a freaking
1: comic book on exactly. a film. Exactly. And, and, and you just, know, if you enjoyed it,
0: but so that's the thing is like if you enjoy those comic books and you enjoy those storylines, then that's all for you. I mean, Dude, to see some that people come are to obsessed life, with them. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I will say to like have something that you've read that you've enjoyed and then have it come to life on the full on the big screen. Yeah. It's really cool because, you know, for me, like when I read something. I kind of have like, you do your own kind of uh, casting of who's who, who's going to play this character, who's going to play that character, and then when you see it come to life on screen and it, see it come together, and if it's done right, uh, there are a few movies like that. Uh, no Country for Old Men, that is a phenomenal yes. book and a phenomenal movie. Really good movie. That is one of the best like adaptations that I've ever seen, to see uh, the 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 pick, like, the character choices yeah. uh, to play those characters spot on. It was dude, like perfect. Is
1: it true of the bad guy? I don't know the actor's name.
0: Yeah. Javier but he Arbordem. like
1: doesn't really speak English?
0: Uh no, I think he does. He's uh I think he's a Spanish dude, Javier Bordem. Yeah. 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 Okay. But he's dude, that was like the perfect choice for him. And his hair, like I don't think I don't remember that being creepy. Any detail in the book. Creepy. But then when you see it on screen, it's like Makes it even creepier. And
1: how about his gun? With oh, like dude, it's like a <laughs> big old thing on the
0: end. Yeah, is uh, yeah, like CO two tank or whatever it was <laughs> with the <laughs> <laughs> he was shooting darts out there. Yeah, now nah, that dude, movie, that, that, scene, that movie was really good. That scene where he's at the uh, gas station and gives that guy like the choice, like you know, to flip a coin. Yes, dude, that was inten- That was as intense as it yes. was in the book when you were reading it. It was, who intense scene?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: taking that. Taking, taking that. It.
1: All right, uh, yeah. that's all the movies I got. Yeah. All right, so being a teacher, I know what I had to do. I had to go get a degree, yeah. get my credential, got to pass some tests, You got to go to school, finish that up, do your student teaching, right? And then you got to go get a job. Yeah. And what is the process of becoming a real estate agent? Uh, so... Being, uh, becoming
0: a real estate agent, I mean, the, the, they make the barrier kind of, there's a low barrier to entry. Um, um, It's, uh, you have to get uh, certified through the board, um, the California Department of uh, Real Estate. Um, uh, So you have to go through um, testing, you have to take, uh, you have to get credentialed through the state. Um, You take some courses that are About roughly about ten hours to complete the courses. Once you've completed those courses, um, you take a test, and once you've been certified in those three different courses, then you can sit for the state test. Um, and the state test is about a two hundred question, two hour uh, thing. I mean, it's like going and getting your license at the, you know, the DMV. But uh, yeah, with that, it's uh, if you pass that, your you're, um, you have your license and you have your license. But you also have to take your license and hook it up. Uh, with a broker so it's not just um, having a license you have to be working under someone so um, yeah the process in doing that is just selecting the broker that you know fits your style fits your like uh, personality style or um, you know there's a lot of things to kind of consider when you're looking for a broker
1: now are brokers out like looking for agents yeah uh, kind of you got to approach them
0: uh, it's kind of well. It's a little bit of both. Um, you know, a growing brokerage will want to bring on more agents. Um, you know, it's an interesting kind of dynamic between broker and agent. Uh, agents are independent. They don't have you know they're not salaried, so there's no really kind of commitment on the broker's side to you know pay an agent to do any any work. Uh, they're outgoing and finding business on their own. So. It's beneficial to a broker to have an agent on their team who's going out finding business and getting new business because the the uh, the way that it's uh, the relationship between broker and agent is any business that comes through on the agent side uh, is paid uh, to the broker and then the commissions are split between the broker and the agent, so okay. they can bring on as many agents as they as they can and that just means you know more kind of money for them to to bring in but. It is, uh, it's very much kind of a, it's a reciprocal relationship. Um, and, you know, a brokerage does want to bring in um, agents that kind of fit their same kind of style and what their agency is about, their brokerage is about. Uh, and when they, um, you know, when an agent's look, looking for a brokerage, they are trying to find something that kind of like that meshes well with them um so you know in that regard it's you know yeah everyone's kind of looking out looking to like join a good brokerage and vice versa um brokerages
1: are looking to bring on like good agents okay and how many like i don't know agents does like a a brokerage have or does that just depend on the like the size yeah of yeah the Dep- company, yeah it or... depends
0: on the size uh you know bigger brokerages have different uh or have you know multiple locations with many agents okay um you know in, in places like that you're kind of like you know you're just another spoke in the wheel right. uh you kind of you do your thing you know and for independent uh agents that have been around for a really long time some of those brokerages make sense you know where they don't need any hand holding you just go in there and um, you do your thing. You've been doing it for a long time and you just have your commission split with your brokerage. They provide you some uh, resources to do your job. And, um, and then there's other brokerages that are a little bit more hands-on that are personal, um, smaller, uh, and are, you know, kind of more uh, mentors uh, and kind of help shape like newer agents. So it just kind of depends on, you know, where you're
1: at in your career and how many uh, and what brokerage is kind of best suited for you. Can an agent like do all this stuff like on their own though, or yeah. do they need, like, do they need a, a broker?
0: So you need a broker in order Eventually. to do any kind of real estate activity. In fact, the contracts that we do for, between us and uh, uh, between uh, you know a buyer and a seller or a buyer like uh, um, the contracts that we do between uh, when we're conducting this business, it's not between us personally. And the, like, let's say for a seller, a seller is, um, or someone is selling their house and they want to list it. The contract isn't between the sales agent or the real estate agent and the seller. It's between the brokerage and the seller. The agent is the one that facilitates that and is the one that kind of puts it together. But the contract is with the brokerage and the seller. So for that reason... Um, it is, um, it's the, the brokerage is the responsible party and they want to make sure that the agents that they have are adhering to the rules, um, that are kind of set forth by the department of real estate and that everything is do is, you know, on the up and up, but an agent can't act independently without a broker. It ha- the, it's kind of like the, he has no authority to do the okay. things that are uh, like those kinds of contracts. You have to have a, a, a different license, a brokerage license to do that, to get in contract. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it is like a, you know, a lot of when you're finding, trying to find the right like brokerage to work with, um, you're doing, it's kind of reversed where the agent is the one that's interviewing the brokerage to find out if that's the right fit for them. Um, when I was looking for, when I found Caliber, uh, I was, I interviewed a lot of different brokerages. I, 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 you know, went to about a dozen or so like brokerage just to figure out like which one was best suited for me. Um, you know, this brokerage because of their size and, you know, their proximity to the, to Orange and the, you know, how they've been rooted in the city of Orange uh, just kind of made sense for me to, you know, to join up with them and, uh, and work with them, and it's been, you know, it's been a, a really good fit. So, yeah. well, I mean, I think that kind of wraps up for today. Um, we've got uh, episode three in the can. This is it. That's It, yeah. That's it. Watch we'll, out, Joe uh, Rogan. Coming, uh, coming for it. Coming, coming for his numbers. Yeah. Uh, so episode three is uh, is in the can. Um, we've got uh, another episode coming out next week. Uh, football's
1: over, so we'll we'll find something to talk about. Yeah. Got the combine coming up. Combine. We'll uh, come up with another game or something? Or? Yeah, I'll figure out something, yeah. But
0: uh, in the meantime, if you like what you hear, go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, tell a friend, make a comment. Uh, if you got something uh, something that you want to add to the show uh, or any suggestions for the show, go ahead and leave them in the comment section below. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep uh, plugging the plugging away at this. We'll get another episode out next week, next Thursday, so stay tuned. In the meantime, uh, that's it. We'll talk take, to you. Take care. <laughs> All right. See ya. And that was today's episode of Real in the Field podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, go ahead and like, subscribe, leave a comment in the comment section below. If you have a suggestion for the show, go ahead and leave that in the comment section as well. Uh, Otherwise, we'll be back here next week with another episode of Real in the Field. Until then, we'll talk to you.